successful media and public affairs consultant, accomplished entrepreneur and national writer and contributor, attorney who served in the Missouri House of Representatives, worked in the White House and CNN, thought leader, entrepreneur, and host who takes the conversation to the next level. Prepare to get rare access to fascinating guests. You're connected. You have the it factor. You've joined Grill Nation. Connect with Jason on Twitter at Jason Grill. Connect with the show on Twitter at Grill Nation Show. And online at GrillNationShow.com. Welcome your host of Grill Nation. Always dressed up and ready to go even in a radio studio. Here's Jason Grill. Hello and welcome to Grill Nation. I'm your host, Jason Grill. Thanks for joining us today on Talk 980 AM and Talk980AM.com as well as on my website, grillnationshow.com, and appreciate those listening on iTunes and TuneIn Radio today. Uh, we've had a lot of popularity, again, with our iTunes page, so I appreciate you joining us via podcast, uh, as well as today on the radio. Um, really fun show today. I wanted to kind of briefly tease it. We're going to have, in our first segment, we're going to have Jeff Miles, who's the founder of the Kansas City Clothing Company. Their website is kc.clothing. Uh, I've known Jeff for a while. Uh, met him back in the old days. We... Uh, we used to hang out a lot with the Kansas City Wizards players back then, now sporting KC's, friends with a lot of them, and is a really cool entrepreneur and has, has worked for some really cool tech companies here in Kansas City, but also uh, has started his own business and uh, really kind of wanted to have him on to educate our listeners about what it is, kind of what its vision and mission is, and really kind of just talk about some of the cool products that they offer at the Kansas City Clothing Company. Uh, interesting entrepreneur, good dude and uh, has uh, has done a lot of great things here in Kansas City. So he'll be joining me in our first segment today, as well as our second segment. And then our third and fourth segment today, we're going to have on guest host, actually a guest contributor who's on the show uh, pretty much every month, uh, Joel Goldberg, who is the uh, pre- and post-game host of during the Royals games for Fox Sports Kansas City, also is a field reporter uh, for Fox Sports Kansas City. And I have Joel on, usually from the road, but he's going to be uh, actually, while we tape this, he is in Kansas City for the Cardinals and Royals series. But we will talk a lot about his trip to New York recently. Uh, his story with Jimmy, he had an interesting story with Jimmy Fallon that he will share with us from the Jimmy Fallon show that he visited and also uh, talk about his travels. And then we will preview some of the upcoming road trips for the Royals. Uh, and he will get into uh, why it is good to travel to Toronto for a, a road series if you haven't done it yet and potentially Philadelphia. Uh, always fun to have Joel on the show. We uh, joke around. We talk more about what he's been up to these days, and we get into a little bit of the baseball at the end of the interview uh, in the fourth segment today. But a uh, really good show and really exciting to talk to Joel Goldberg. Appreciate him coming on the show every month. Friend of the show, great guy, and a great Kansas City. So today we'll have Jeff Miles again from the Kansas City Clothing Company and Joel Goldberg from Fox Sports Kansas City. I want to thank our partners and supporters of Grill Nation who uh, make this show run and who always provide great content, guests, and contributions. They are Trust, Bank of Kansas City, The Bash Group, Andrew Bash, Grest Coast Group Sherbeter, great real estate agent here in Kansas City, Catalyst Government Affairs, and Danny Pfeiffer, who's a contributor and a great government affairs uh, person here in Missouri and Kansas. The Rieger, the Rieger KC and Jay Rieger & Co., Ryan Maybe, guest host and contributor. We've had Ryan on recently. Congratulations to him on his recent collaboration with uh, Boulevard on um, their new brew that they have. Can't see Power and Light District and Two West Advisors and Ryan Rank. Thank you for support of Grilled Nation Show. You can find all of our partners and supporters 
as well as their websites and information at grillnationshow.com, where you can also find all of our old podcasts, photos of our guests, and any information you need about the Grill Nation Show at grillnationshow.com. Lastly, you can connect with me on Twitter at Jason Grill and at Grill Nation Show. Let's bring in Jeff Miles, who's our first guest today on the Grill Nation Show. Uh, Jeff, again, is the founder, um, CEO, president, whatever you want to call him, of the Kansas City Clothing Company, which was established here in Kansas City in 2014. Their website is kc.clothing. It's a very trendy website. Uh, Jeff Miles, welcome to Grill Nation. Thank you. I appreciate you, you look, having me on. You look great today, man. So you, you're... Uh, First off, I want to say that we kind of reconnected at, at a trade show this weekend. Not a trade show, a, a, a what event. The, event, yeah. yes. Um, hadn't seen you for a while. You had a, a hell of a booth. So. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. I, I uh, kind of a handyman now, which would be, <laughs> which would be surprising to a, a lot of people that know me, um, because I got my first set of tools about six months ago. <laughs> uh, I've got a truck now, which it's just it's not me. But yeah, I built that booth. Um, Took me a while, but built it in the basement of my condo, and so I appreciate you saying it looked, looked good, good, man. It looked good. Yeah. So Jeff, um, kind of talked about your background a little bit, and then we'll, we'll next time we'll get more into your company. What, what kind of is your background? Are you what have you been working on throughout the years? Yeah, What's your so, story. I mean, I guess my my background. I'll I'll briefly start. You know, I, you mentioned we we met through hanging out with the guys. Michael Harrington Michael back Harrington. in the day. Uh, who else were with? I Chance mean, Myers. All kind, yeah. Graham Zusi. These are when nobody knew who the sporting guys were. Exactly. So we'd yeah. go to the bars with them, and uh, really, I mean, nobody knew who they nobody, were. No one cared. This is the Wizards days. Yeah, no one cared, <laughs> exactly. Um, but that's that's how we, we met. Played we soccer. Played soccer growing up. Um, yeah. Played here at UMKC um, and trained with those guys. Never quite cracked the MLS. Um, but was kind of a groupie. Loved mm-hmm. going and training with them every day. Uh, became good friends with them, and that's how we met. Um, <clears throat> that's kind of soccer. Kind of formed my, formed my, I guess, work ethic. And mm-hmm. um, you know, after I was done playing, hung them up. Uh, went and sold copiers for a couple years, and that's where I really learned how to sell. Yeah. And you know, my mom always told me I was a, a good salesman. Um, never really believed her, but. Found out how to do it when I when I was cutting my teeth there, selling copiers for Toshiba Business <laughs> Solutions. We'll I have a friend there. that still does that. We'll plug actually. there for him. <laughs> He's yeah. been there for he travels around the United States nonstop. But he's still working there. So it's good, good, good place to learn. Good yeah. training. Yeah, it's um, it's not the easiest gig, but I bet not. Yeah, learned a lot there. Learned a lot about sales. Uh, yep, absolutely. Um, but from there, you know, I, it just wasn't something that was really fulfilling me. Um, and so I, I really wanted to do more. So I went and got a, a master's degree online. Um, it wasn't from Phoenix <laughs> University. Um, it was kind of a legit College. school. Did entertainment business uh, and with the sports management elective. Um, and just that's where I really learned about digital media mm-hmm. and all the new technology and innovation. Um, so then I got an opportunity um, while I was selling copiers and going to school to work for Front Flip, you you yeah, sure. Front Flip, a, right? A big a tech company, good startup, startup. Right, it kind of came about right when the um, kind of the Kansas City entrepreneurial and tech kind of burst happened there. Yes, yeah, a couple so, of years ago, and that's really where I, I saw the highest of the highs and being in a startup company and the lowest of the lows. Um, and you know, was I second or third employee there? Um, you know, started just. We had a, an idea, 
the founders, um, the Beckner boys, Sean and Matt Beckner, they had an idea. They put it out on paper, made some uh, PowerPoint presentations, and myself and two other guys were just all going around Kansas City, knocking on doors of restaurants, every restaurant, yeah. every restaurant and trying to, trying to get them on board. Um, and it was very successful in Kansas City. Very successful in Kansas City. Um, you know, we figured out what worked here. Um, and then I think after that, you know, things changed and, um, you know, ups and downs. Mm-hmm. Ups Every and downs. startup deals with that. And so you saw that front, you saw that with front flip and that kind of probably helped you in your, your next career move, which was the business. Definitely has helped me. Um, uh, good experience. Um, but then after, you know, it was there three years when they kind of shut down operations or, or sold off the company. Um, that's when I, I really wanted to start my own thing. And I didn't know what, but I really wanted to start something and mm-hmm. do something good in the community. So. And we're going to get into that in our next segment. We're talking to Jeff Miles, who's the founder of the Kansas City Clothing Company. Uh, check it out at kc.clothing. Uh, very cool website, really good products. We're going to talk about them after the break. You're listening to the Grill Nation show on Talk 980 AM and Talk980AM.com. Thanks for joining us. Running down the street like your hair's on fire. Thoughts running fast like a man on the wire. Can't stop laughing, but I don't know. Keep them going crazy, though. TV and the radio been watching since a baby, so I'm representing Casey Mo. Casey Mo. Welcome back to Grill Nation Show on Talk 980 AM and Talk980AM.com as well as on GrillNationShow.com and on iTunes. Thanks for joining us today on podcast. Uh, really awesome show so far. We have Jeff Miles in studio today who's the founder of the Kansas City Clothing Company. Check it out at KC Clothing, excuse me, KC.clothing. Um, following Jeff after the break, we'll have on our uh, great, great guy here, Joel Goldberg, who comes on once a month from Fox Sports Kansas City, pre- and post-game Royals live host, as well as field reporter. He's um, going to tell us if he has a dry cleaning um, a dry cleaning sponsorship yet after how many times he gets doused with Gatorade or water following celebrations from Salvador Perez. So follow up with Joel after the break here. As we continue on with Jeff Miles. Jeff, so okay, so you, you started this business. You've, you've had a few uh, pivot points, right? You quite started off with <laughs> yes. You started off with a different name. You try to play on the charity aspect of the company, correct? Um, figured out, and and I never really figured out what that was either. Maybe yeah. because I didn't ask you, but I'm like, what what's the deal with this name? Well, I I didn't either. I didn't. I never figured <laughs> it out really. So, but yeah, so I started it. Um, this flip gear, yeah, spelled with a ph. Um, wanted to play on. Might have worked in Southern California, maybe, maybe not in Kansas City. Maybe I doubt <laughs> it, but maybe. Um. But it was kind of a play on philanthropy. It's flipanthropy. Um, don't Google it or anything because it it was it was a failure. <laughs> um, but it was something that I learned a lot from, and so I started I started that um, really a week or so after uh, my time with Front Flip was up, um, and I was just kind of looking for the next thing. I wanted to. I thought, okay, I got to get back into sales, or mm-hmm. um, you know, look at medical sales or something. But that's not really what I wanted to do. Um, I wanted to be a part of something big, whether it was starting my own thing or you know joining up with another startup that was doing big things like a front flip because I, I really enjoyed my time there. Um, <clears throat> and so I was thinking about starting my own app, but I have no tech background. Mm. Um, I can't code. I can't do all that cool stuff. Um, so I said, you know, what better than 
to, to try start my own business and learn than just start a t-shirt company. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people have done it. Right? Yeah. And there's a lot of competition, a lot of competition. And, and uh, I think, I think it's, it's really taken to the next level. When I started SOC 101, there was maybe one or two, maybe when we started it as a, as a company. And it was, it was totally different like four years ago mm-hmm. and maybe five, it was a little different, but four years ago there was, there, it, it wasn't as now. Uh, granted, the Royals, the the, the city's uh, uh, feelings, their 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 positivity wasn't as high back then, so maybe you didn't see as much. Right. But there was very hard to find a good product, a good clothing product with, that wasn't uh, licensed in Kansas City. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was crazy now how much how much competition's grown, and we saw that at the trade at the event this weekend. Yes, we did. There's a lot of people selling, starting own t-shirt companies. So that obviously is comes down to branding, right? You've got, you've been really working on your sales and whatnot. Yeah, it does. It, how, how do you separate yourself? And um, you know, you look at like Charlie Hustle. They started this, right? They were there. I, at I think the Baldwin beginning. started it. Baldwin well, kind of started the the movement. I'm here. talking. You're talking about t-shirts. the T-shirts and the KC Pride. And, 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 yeah, and they and they and they they went viral with one T-shirt. Exactly. And by far, highest selling T-shirt they have. Oh, and many varieties. Yeah. We've had Chase on the show. He's a friend of mine. But yeah, I mean that kind of was their viral growth. And they've moment. done a great job. Um, you with, know, the sport, with the sports yes. and, the, and the sports and, but demographic. You know, they were kind of the, the leader there when it comes to the T-shirts. And, yeah. But now, like you said, there's so many companies. And so how do you separate yourself? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what I'm, I'm learning. Um, it's something that I learned, you know, two and a half years ago when I started Flip Gear. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's not easy. It's, it's, it's difficult um, to to break through the noise, um, to learn how to get to, uh, your customers online. And, um, it's definitely, it's definitely e-commerce, a, man. e-commerce. Yeah. But driving people there, but you're creating also, awareness. You, you also and, do wholesale. You also yeah, do retail. So just got started doing that. Um, but it's, it's just a, it's all been a learning process. And mm-hmm. so with flip gear, um, man, two and a half years ago, it's funny. I, I started it online and I was, I was so pumped up. I was like, this is going to be, Great! This is going to be the best T-shirt company in Kansas City. Everyone's going to know about Flip Gear. So I invested in a screen printing uh, outfit in my parents' basement with a big old <laughs> screen printer, uh, at least an embroidery machine, like a heavy-duty embroiderer. <laughs> Put that in my parents' basement. I actually moved in to my parents' basement, rented my my condo out to Kevin Ellis. Yeah, um, rented out to him. Moved in with my parents. And I was just down there in the basement with my own print shop for about a <laughs> year and a half and just crushing it on, on the screen printing. And man, talk about labor, labor yeah. intensive. Um, so, th- but that's what I, I like to get my hands dirty and figure out what it is that goes into to building a business. And it, and it's from, you know, burning screens and, you know, designing. Um, I, you know, I had to teach myself how to use Adobe. Uh, so I could design the T-shirts. I had to teach myself how to burn screens, and uh, I can't tell you how many hats and T-shirts I've ruined um, <laughs> from Throughout from testing things. So, um, yeah. So started it really. It's it's started it in my parents' basement. And so um, now you're um, why you rented out your condo to a sporting player. That's mm-hmm. funny. Um, so now you've grown and you you kind of the the brand is it's amazing. The Kansas City Clothing Company. Yeah, you got a great you got a great name. I mean, it's yeah something you can really really thrive on. I think I was I appreciate that. Um, I I, I was surprised that it wasn't taken. 
uh, to be honest. And it was, it was more, um, uh, we, we changed the brand in about March, February, March. Um, <clears throat> and it was, I was, uh, of, of 2016. Yes. Yeah, so of this yeah. year. And, um, it was something that I, I knew I had to do for a long time. Um, but for about two years, I was working for another company. It was a security company. Um, and you know, never really got to truly fully focus invest, on it. Yeah. And I yeah. wasn't fully invested in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, once that, that gig ended, I, I, I was able to spend some time on it, really think about where I wanted to go with it. Um, and that's where the Kansas City Clothing Company came from. Um, changed the name in March and um, really started focusing on Instagram. Uh, it's really the only channel that I've really focused on and, and things have a lot of things have, have happened um, from from there. Really? Um, yeah. So. so Instagram's been good for the company? Instagram's been good for the company, but I'm working on a more integrated strategy because you can't just focus on one channel. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's Instagram's been great. Um, I know we're probably going to have to get into Snapchat sometime. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm sure there's other we'll technologies. We'll put you up on my Snapchat here in a little bit. Yes. Um, so you guys have T-shirts, you have uh, tank tops, you have hats. You have women gear, women's gear. You have men's gear. Uh, have you found that your women's gear is more popular than men's, or wh- what's your what's your breakdown? Women, yeah, I, women buy a lot for men, obviously, so it's hard to tell from the from the analytics. But yes, yeah, so, so I would say it's it's more heavy um, on the women's side. Um, but that being said, uh, I think they buy a lot for their sure for their uh, boyfriends, or mm-hmm. friends, or dads. Um, but I would say more about like seventy thirty in terms of uh, purchasers purchases from from the site um, um but you have a good collection and it's not just it's focused on kansas city obviously as the kansas city clothing company but it's unique you have different you have the california or play on the uh yeah. kansas city republic t-shirt which i think which you gave me one of those which we'll put up on the website um but you have a lot of different things and those are constantly evolving but you're you're kind of your kc kind of um the shirt that you're wearing here in studio today uh, it's kind of been kind of there for the for the long haul, right? Yeah. So the KC actually, Circle shirt. Yeah, this was uh, designed from from the flip gear days. I wanted to have something with KC. Um, last year, I, w- I was at uh, Maker's Fair and um, had a booth there, and the KC shirt was the only shirt that sold. Um, so I, I I knew that I had something there, um, but really wanted to focus the brand on Kansas City because uh, for one. We have a lot of pride here in our city. Um, the Royals winning with Sporting being so good, we've we've all kind of um, taken pride in, in what we have here. So I wanted to play on that and um, you know do something different, right? Do something different. You have a, it's a different it's a different look, um, which is cool. And uh, the shirts fit great; they're very comfortable, uh, which is huge. Um, so what what we got about two minutes left, Jeff? Right. What what's what's one of your bet? biggest advice for someone that's trying to <clears throat> start a business here in Kansas city? I mean, what have you learned? What, what, what's your advice? You know, for, for me, it, now that I'm able to focus on this a hundred percent, I'm able to do so much more. And so I always thought that I could uh, do so many, so many things at once. Right. Mm-hmm. I had two companies I was working on um, and it, it didn't work. Yeah. Neither one, right? Um, and now that I'm able to focus, uh, it's it's 
a lot of good things are happening. And it's not because I w- didn't want to do those before. Now I have the time to do it because I've decided not to go get another job somewhere and do this part time. I'm fully invested fully, in this you went now. All in. You've gone all in. Exactly. And so not, you, I'm not saying to just drop everything and start your business because it took me two and a half years to understand what I, what needs to be done, understand this business, this industry and, and, re, and really learn. Um, but if you have, if you have something, if you have a passion, if there's something, an idea, uh, keep your job and, and cultivate that idea and, and work on it at night and, and figure it out. Mm-hmm. And then I think whether it's six months, a year, two years down the road, you'll know when it's the right time to, to take that leap. That's awesome. Jeff Miles, founder of the Kansas City Clothing Company. You can check it out at kc.clothing. Great website, great T-shirts, great hats, great tank tops. Um, I'd, I'd advise you to check it out. Really cool designs, very uh, very innovative designs on the shirts and all the different products. Thanks for coming on Grill Nation Show today. Again, the website is kc.clothing. Uh, also, you can find it around town at different retailers, right, Jeff? Yeah. And on different uh, athletes and celebrities here in Kansas That's City. That's right. That's so, right. Well, thanks for having me. Thanks for coming on. Jeff Miles. We'll be right back after the break. Thanks for listening. First things first, I'm the realest. realest. Drop this and let the whole world feel it. Let them feel it. And I'm still in the murder business. I can hold you down like I'm giving lessons in physics. Right, right. You should want a bad bitch. I just want to chill. Got a sack for us to roll. Married to the money. Introduced it to my stove. Showed her how to whip and Now she remakes it for low. Hello and welcome back to Grill Nation. You're listening to Talk 980 AM and Talk980AM.com as well as on GrillNationShow.com. I appreciate you joining us today as well if you are on iTunes or TuneIn Radio. I want to thank our partners and supporters of Grill Nation. We mentioned them at the top of the show. we gotta got to mention them again because they're such great people and businesses here in Kansas City. They are Trust, Bank of Kansas City, The Bash Group, Andrew Bash, guest coaching contributor, Catalyst Government Affairs, Danny Pfeiffer, contributor, The Rieger KC and Jay Rieger Co., Ryan Maybe, guest coaching contributor, Kansas City Power and Light District, and Two West Advisors, and Ryan Rink. Thank you for your support. Uh, if you want to partner and support Grill Nation, you can email me at jasongrill at gmail.com, uh, or also can contact me on Twitter at Jason Grill or at Grill Nation Show. That's where you can find me online. Our next guest today is a, a friend of the show. He uh, comes on. I, you know, I'm trying to get him on monthly, but he's a busy man. So really, he comes on about once every couple months. Usually from the road, uh, we tape a segment and he enlightens us on what's going on with the Kansas City Royals, but also what is going on in his travels and what what cities are great to visit here in Major League Baseball. And uh, we just kind of just. Catch up and talk about what's going on, uh, no matter what the subject. Uh, he's Joel Goldberg. He's the Royals, Kansas City, or Fox Sports Kansas City's pre and post game host. He's also the, uh, in game reporter. You've seen him, uh, after every Royals game on the sideline, or excuse me, the field with Salvador Perez doing interviews and getting water on him. Uh, he obviously is, uh, but I no doubt has a has a sponsorship by now with a dry cleaning company, right, Joel? We're here with Joel Goldberg from Kansas City, uh, Fox Sports <laughs> Kansas City. How are you, Joel? I'm I'm doing well, and I, I would like to say I'm never, usually not ever too busy for you. I mean, no, you're I not. Did, I did come on in April from Houston. I did come on in May from Minnesota, and um, today we so, have you from Kansas City. Yeah, so I mean, in fairness, it has been once a month. I mean, you know, it's not like I turn my back on you because I'm busy going to the dry cleaners every day. I do have a dry cleaner now that's taking care of me. 
which is awesome. My friends um, ask me that, Joel. My friends ask me that all the time. They say, man, that guy has to have a, a great dry cleaner or some sort of a dry cleaning deal by this point. I, I didn't until maybe about six weeks ago or so when I just got destroyed by Drew Butera and Ray, the Red Gatorade. He did offer, uh, you will remember the last time, this is probably before that, but the last time I was on, he and I were um, getting, haircut. getting haircuts on the road, which seems kind of weird, but he's a hair guy and uh, and, 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 and I feel like I've, you know, helped promote the hair flip thing that he does. And so he'd say, go to get a haircut. You want to go get one? So I did, but, uh, he had offered actually to pay for the dry cleaning after destroying my shirt with red Gatorade. And it was that night that I got a tweet from, from hangers, dry cleaners, which is a, a Kansas city company. And, um, and, and they said, you know, we want to take care of you. So they, they take good care of me, which is awesome. And they do a good job. So that certainly helps and but you know what i i have a dry cleaning bill one way or another i suppose so yeah just uh just, well just, just have i mean i was going to one way or another i guess i don't know but but you know have fun with it you know how many people would love to be in the middle of that gatorade bath i i, I will try to escape when i can right there's no reason to, to take it every time when it's really meant for the players but there are clearly are times now of late where it's meant for me and that's just salvi deciding i'm, I'm getting joel today <laughs> Joe, you know what one of the pluses of living downtown is down at One Line is they have dry cleaning service in the building. Yeah, it's it, it's it's nice, man. You probably get it in every hotel you go to, but it's it's nice having that down there. Um, Joel, so you've been um you've been traveling. Obviously, the Royals have been on a lot of road trips. Unfortunately, they've been losing on a lot of road trips. But um, recently, you took kind of some days for yourself, didn't you? You and your wife out in New York, yeah. Which is hard to do because the grind is, you know, I mean, you you. You can go 15, 17, 20 days in a row, and, and you know, it, it, it's tough to, to do a vacation while you're still working every day. But, you know, the schedule kind of lined up perfectly where we – actually, this is really funny. Um, we we had two days, you know, recently in New York against the Mets, Wednesday, uh, Tuesday and a Wednesday, and off days Monday and Thursday. We never get a, a night off in New York, it seems like, and there's obviously so much to do there but to have two off days surrounding that. So Susan and I decided to leave right after the game on Sunday. The last flight out on Southwest was at 620. Well, that Sunday game was the 13-inning game. You're right. I was there. It was a great game. So was I. As I was counting <laughs> down every minute wondering if we were going to make it or not. I think I got off the air at 515 from the post-game show. That was the... 13-inning game against Detroit that they won. Thank you, Chesler Cuthbert, because if he doesn't win in the 13th, there's no way I make the flight. I get off the, uh, I get out of Kauffman Stadium. I'm on the way to the airport with Susan at about 5.20 for a 6.20 flight and got to the gate about, by the time I got through security and all that, maybe like 6.05 uh, and, <laughs> and got on. So Perfect. that worked out well. We got to New York. Never really got a chance to eat, but obviously getting to New York at, after midnight is not really a problem to find anything anywhere. And then our anniversary was Monday, and so just, just luck of the draw that it happened on an off day. And so we went to the Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon. What was that like? It was really cool. I, I've been to the building there, Joel. I've been to, mm-hmm. is it, you know, where NBC is. I've been to the Top of the Rock. I've done all that. I've never been to see Jimmy Fallon's show. What, yeah. Tell us about that experience. You know, to me, the coolest thing, and I, I think a lot of people probably – you know, you, you get awestruck when you see celebrities and all of that. And, and for me, I don't get as much like that, having been around the baseball players and, and some of the, 
you know, the, the celebs that, the comedians that come back to town at the Kauffman Stadium, uh, every year for the charity, for the big slick deal. But, um, to me, the, the, maybe the, the stuff that, that I was in awe of was just seeing the way everything worked behind the scenes. I mean, I think we all like to get a peek behind the curtain. And so just to watch the way this show went and even just to be sitting inside and, and almost forgetting like it's broad daylight outside because it now feels like as this show is starting that it's got to be, you know, 1030 at night. And, you know, they're recording this thing at five and five late afternoon, early evening. And just to watch the way it kind of, it kind of worked. I mean, the, the, uh, the intro act, uh, comedian, um, who's a guy that I know, uh, came out and he entertained until the roots were ready. And then the roots come out and they start playing some music in advance. And it's all, you know, just a matter of keeping the audience up and, and the energy in there so that by the time Jimmy Fallon, uh, comes out, everybody's ready to go. And I mean, just to be able to watch the roots who are so talented. And we were in the hallway when we got there, um, visiting with the, uh, the, 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 the stand-up comedian. And uh, his name is Seth Herzog. And we're talking with Seth and we're like right by the door to where the roots are. And you could hear them all kind of playing their instruments and tuning and, and all that. And, and so then the show goes and it's like, you just kind of forget that, you know, it, it's not in real time. And so, mm-hmm. you know, they finished up and, like, for instance, uh, Luke Wilson was the second guest. And when he was done, instead of that two-minute commercial or whatever it was, it was probably 20 minutes until they could get the stage ready and the instruments tuned for Mumford & Sons, who was the musical guest. So in that 20 minutes that no one sees at home, obviously, Jimmy Fallon's walking around the audience with a microphone doing Q&A and, and answering questions about anything and everything. And it was totally cool. And so it, it was just to me, it was really interesting to – to see that and see the way the roots are playing, you know, right sure. before commercial and after. I mean, very, very cool. Yeah, and I've seen um, Politically Correct back in the day with Bill Maurer in L.A. Yeah. I've seen um, Craig Kilborn used to have a show on mm-hmm. uh, The Late Show. I saw that out in CBS, a lot out there. Been to David Letterman, but I've never never went to a show. I always wanted to. Uh, mm-hmm. Been in the studio, but those guys... I don't remember them really interacting as much, like going into the crowd. Like, yeah. you know, when there's a break, I, I think that they, you know, go get a glass of water, do whatever they have right. to do, talk to the guests. But that's pretty cool that Jimmy Fallon did that and went in the crowd. And obviously the studio is pretty small, much smaller than it looks on TV, right? Yeah, the studio is small. The, the, you know, the section that the audience sits in is probably bigger than that. And it's just, you know, it's amazing where, like, the set for Mumford & Sons was right behind the, you know, that famous curtain that he walks out of. All was just sitting right back there and they wheeled it out. And, it was kind of interesting to watch. You know, the first guest was Blake Lively, and, well, and see now that's what I would have. I would have enjoyed the Blake Lively segment more than Luke yeah, Wilson. She's, she's she's pretty funny too, um, <laughs> and and yes, uh, in, even in her pregnant, beautiful pregnant state, she's a very um, she's easy on the eyes. We'll we'll, we'll put it that way. But right. very funny, and she she's like the perfect Fallon guest because she can she can she can go back and forth, and then and, and and it's pretty now, witty. Now, and, now, but they play one of those games, you know, they come up with those sure. games and like. We were watching it, and it it really wasn't that funny to me, or and to both of us. And it seemed like Jimmy didn't know all the rules; like they had to keep kind of explaining some things. And when we went back and watched it later, it was hysterical, and it moved. And so they they edited all that stuff out that didn't work, and and captured all the best stuff of it, so that by the time it made its way to TV, it was good television. And then when her interview was done, to me it was interesting too. There was all kinds of funny stuff in her interview. And he, he, right before he says goodbye to her. He, he stands in front of the camera with her. It's actually the two of them and a cardboard cutout that he had given her, and and she had tried to fold it up to fit in the overhead 
on uh, a plane and the knees <laughs> broke off, the legs broke off. So they got the, the two of them in the cardboard cutout on their knees looking at the camera and he just rattles off like seven promos for different regions like, hey, Jeff and Susan, we'll see you and all your audience in Tampa tonight at 1130. Oh, oh right. The next one, next one, next one, next one. Hugs her goodbye. She walks off and move on to the next segment. That's amazing. And it, real yeah. quick, we got a minute left in the segment, Joel, but did he, uh, were there a lot of uh, cuts on the interviews or did they just tape them through? They taped them through. I mean, they never started and stopped on anything. And the only thing we could see in watching it back was that they cut out a little bit of Luke Wilson, a little bit of a story he told, and I think probably only because they'd gone over on time constraints. And so, and the only other thing that to me that was interesting was that that there were you could hear some sound issues with the band with Mumford and Sons um, with with one of the singers, a, a, a African singer that was singing with them. And you could tell he was a little flustered by it. By the time it ran, it was completely clean because I think they've got a sound check that they do earlier in the day. And so I I, I got to guess the amount of people working on this show in every little detail is just just unlike anything I've ever seen. We're talking to Joel Goldberg, Fox Sports Kansas City pre and post game host. Can't see Royals games. You'll see him always on the field, and you'll see him on the pre and post game. We'll be right back after the break with more with Joel. I want to talk to him about some more about the about his trip and the what's coming up next for the Kansas City Royals. You're listening to Grill Nation at 9:80 a.m. Thanks for listening. Welcome back to Grill Nation on Talk 980 AM and uh, Talk980AM.com as well as GrillNationShow.com and on iTunes. We're talking to Joel Goldberg from Fox Sports Kansas City. I think everyone knows him pretty well. We were talking about his trip to New York. Joel, you also went to D.C., didn't you? You know, I was just in D.C. too, Joel. Maybe we're there around the same time. No, I think you, I remember you telling me you were in D.C. I, I think we probably missed each other, but we were only in for like 24 hours. Where was your, where was your concert at? Uh, Verizon Center downtown. Oh, nice. So, yeah, it was cool. It was really the reason why we went to D.C., and I knew we had an extra day. So when the game ended on Wednesday, I mean, this is just such a foreign concept for us, you know, here in, in Kansas City, in the Midwest, because it's, it's obviously a lot tougher to get from town to town. I wouldn't trade it. I, I love living here. I think I think New York, D.C., nice place to visit. And I'm not saying I couldn't live there, but... I think uh, I think things are a bit easier here, but we, you know, so I finished the game on Wednesday, hop on the subway from Queens, go back down to Midtown Manhattan, uh, meet my wife down there. She didn't go to the game that day. Then we go over to Penn Station, hop on a train, an Amtrak, take a nice, relaxing nighttime train, three hours from New York to D.C., you know, passing through um passing through Philadelphia and Wilmington, Delaware, and Baltimore, and then we get to D.C. Stayed uh, stayed with an uncle of mine and then went to see Peter Gabriel and Sting playing D.C., the second concert of, uh, of a new tour that they're doing together. That's awesome. So that was really cool. And then and then actually this is pretty, pretty interesting, too. Friday morning, we're, I mean, we're, we're heading to the airport at 4.30 in the morning and, you know, over at the airport by 5.30 and then out by the gate. Uh, for a 6:45 flight, like at 5:45, and I'm sitting there eating, and and uh, this nice gentleman recognized me, and he was the um, is the chancellor at the uh, at UMKC, and I, and I so that's so cool. We, we got to talking, and I actually went down and went to lunch with him 
the other day, and and I was thinking about you because there's a lot of um, a lot of business stuff and entrepreneurial and uh, a lot of good things going on over there. Yeah, it's very very cool. So, you, did you fly to DCA? I love that Reagan. Yes, I love that airport. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. so easy to get in and out of. Um, Joel, we're uh, we're gonna we're gonna not gonna talk about the Cardinals because I know that you're uh, <laughs> you get asked about them a lot as a former uh, um, person who used to work for Fox Sports Midwest and. <laughs> You've done a lot of interviews, but let's look forward now. Okay, so <clears throat> after the uh, the Cardinal series, you're going to be going to St. Louis. We're taping this uh, while the Royals are still in town here. But next stop, St. Louis. You got a long, another long road trip. You're going to be uh, in some great cities, though. You're going to be in Philadelphia next, and uh, in Toronto. What do you think of those cities when you travel there? I mean, obviously, I've never been to Toronto. I I thought about going to the series, but then it fell on Fourth of July, and I'm mm-hmm. actually going to be leaving town that next weekend, so I couldn't make it happen. But Philadelphia, you don't go there very often, and uh, Toronto. What do you think about yeah. going to games there? Great cities. Philadelphia, we don't really get there. This will be, I think, my second time there with the Royals. I grew up outside of Philadelphia until I was 13. So I, mean, I grew up in New Jersey as closer to the city of Philadelphia than, um, than, than I am to the city of Kansas City living in Johnson County. So, um, it, I mean, we're talking 30 years ago. And so I've been back a bunch, but I'm looking forward to getting back there. There's not going to be a ton of time to do much. It's a great historical city. It's To me, the closest city that Philadelphia reminds me of is Boston, uh, just with a lot of colonial stuff and a lot of history, you know, dating back to the 1700s. And and, and whether you're going the tourist route or not, you, you, you can walk around neighborhoods and see some incredible things in Philly. So it has the label of, obviously, the you know, the ruthless fans and, and, and that, that, that's all legit too. I mean, that's, that's not made up, but it's a, it's a great city. And then Toronto would be for me in the American league, since those are the cities we go to every single year, probably top three city that we go to top three to top five stadiums, nothing at all. You know, I, my favorite places are the places that have a great stadium and a great city like Seattle and, and Boston, even though, you know, the Fenway's old, but, uh, yeah, there, there's an aura to it and a feel to it. But while Toronto doesn't have a good stadium, uh, in my opinion, it's just a great city. And, and, you know, you, you really, it's got, to me, it's got like the melting pot and diversity of New York with a little bit more of the cleanliness of Chicago. And, you know, when you walk around Toronto, you really, you definitely can feel like you're in another country, but, Sometimes you look around and you really wouldn't know what country you're in. I mean, there's just su- such an incredible, diverse amount of people there. And then it, you do feel like you're in another country in the sense that, you know, obviously, um, you know, you got, uh, you got the metric system and, and, and hockey is first there. And so, you know, the, the, just everything, the, the news and the politics and, and everything is different. I love Toronto. That, that's one that for anyone that is listening, it is absolutely worth making the trip up there, whether the Royals are there or not. There is so much to do up there. Man, I keep hearing that. I talked to people that played um, for sporting back in the day, and they said that was their favorite road trip, um, was going to play in Toronto, just because uh, for an athlete, I mean, it's just a very cosmopolitan city. Yes. You know, there's good restaurants. There's good fun things to do. Um, but I definitely need to get up there one day. And, and it's I, not, I, Now, it's not my favorite Canadian city, uh, and, and I don't know what the sporting guys would say about this, but I know they were just in Montreal. Montreal's my favorite Canadian city, and, and in part because I have relatives that I used to grow up seeing when I was a kid. But that way, when you go up to Montreal, and, and may, maybe, I mean, it's not as cosmopolitan at all as Toronto, but when you go up to Montreal, you you really have the feel like like you're in Europe. 
So it's like, you know, this way to, to almost, you know, go across the ocean without having to go that far because you, you do sometimes feel like, like you're somewhere in Europe and, and most people there speak both languages, but it's, it just look wise in certain places and then just hearing people and seeing it. it that's a totally different experience. Very cool. We're talking to Joel Goldberg from Fox Sports Kansas City. Joel, we got a couple minutes left. Let's kind of just talk about the season at this point. Royals have had a lot of big ups and downs, playing great at home, playing terrible on the road. Um, pitching is all over the place. Uh, what What are your thoughts right now uh, moving forward? I know the All-Star break's coming up. What, what would you like to see by the All-Star break? First off, as far as the home and road, there's really no explaining it. I, I mean, they obviously have built this team for the ballpark that they're in. But, you know, it, it, it doesn't totally, it shouldn't translate into this big a discrepancy between home and road just for the same reason this week. We're talking about how the Cardinals have been excellent on the road and bad at home. It doesn't make sense. I think eventually for good teams, that stuff ends up evening itself out. And I think that, you know, you'll start to see the Royals lose some more games at home because they can't be, they can't stay at this clip. If they do, it'll be the, they'll end up with the, the best winning percentage at home in, in franchise history. It could happen. Uh, but I, I also think that at some point they'll pick it up on the road. And, um, you know, you look at maybe the schedule and, and, and where they have to go, and maybe some things will change around a little bit. But, I, you know, I, I, what I'd like to see them before the All-Star break is not not to tread water, but just, just play decent baseball, hang in this race. Cleveland is red hot, but they'll cool off. You can't, you can't go on 10-game winning streaks every other week. And, and so just hang in there and, and keep playing good baseball. Don't get, don't get buried too much. They've been a very streaky team. And what I'm most interested in, in it looking at through the end of July or even beyond is, is where Royal starting pitching is because that's been their biggest weakness. And, you know, last year they needed a couple of things. I don't know that they'll have what it takes to go get another Johnny Cueto or if they even need to do that. But I think that you have to look first and foremost at your Donald Ventura and Danny Duffy if they continue to, to progress, and I know that they have their ups and downs like other people, but they have the legitimate talent to be a one and a two or any part of the top of a rotation. And that and what they do will dictate what else the Royals need to go and get. Joel Goldberg, Fox Sports Kansas City, is a great guy and a great uh, talent here in Kansas City. Joel, safe travels on the road. I, uh, I'm i hoping for uh, some good times for the Royals. Hopefully they'll win a few games on the road and uh, enjoy your uh, – Probably talk to you again after the All-Star break. Enjoy your time off for that. And uh, look forward to catching back up with you when you have a spare moment. And uh, appreciate the stories from the road. Yeah, and did I tell you that the JGs from SOC 101 have been re-released in the sense that they were banned from games last year because they were like 0-5, so I had to wear them on off days. But but they've had better success this year, so I'm more confident in them. I love it. I love it. Joel Goldberg, everybody. Thanks for coming on the show, Joel. See ya. See ya. We'll be right back. Actually, that's our show for today. Thanks for listening to Grill Nation. Take care. (laughs) 